Welcome to the Trail and Ultra Running Training Podcast. My name is Will Franz, and I'm here to help you improve your training so you can have more fun out on the trails. Welcome to 2024. Um, it feels like yesterday was the middle of 2023, and I have no idea what time anything is anymore. So if you're in that boat, you're not alone. Um, as someone who works in a gym, I am very well aware that January is here and that a lot of people have probably made some fairly big New Year's resolutions, and that is lovely. There's a lot of people who really complain about full gyms and people doing weird things, and I see a lot of like fitness people on the internet posting things with like people doing weird stuff in gyms and how it's just absurd at the new year. And it's, I mean, it's kind of funny, but it's also, I just want people to get in shape and live their best life. And those two things tend to be at least mildly connected a lot of the time. So I actually don't uh, care if people are in the gym, not knowing what they're doing, as long as they're not going to hurt themselves. I'm just happy that people are there. Yes, you might have to wait a little longer for the squat rack. Who cares? That person's in there getting getting their groove on, trying to get in shape and better themselves, and that's all that matters. So if you're in a gym and it's more crowded than normal, too bad. And if you're in a gym and it's more crowded than normal and somebody's struggling and you're in a place where you feel like you can go help them, great, do that. Or just leave them alone. That's totally fine. But I am so stoked that we are starting to see this influx here because it happens every year and it's just kind of a nice thing to see people taking care of themselves. So if we're looking at New Year's resolutions, we also see this big drop off in gyms. Everybody thinks it's like the end of January. It's actually people start coming to the gym in January. Then by the end, they're still kind of cruising. And then you see this massive fall somewhere in like February March and it's pretty progressive downwards where the intake just isn't there anymore. And by April, there is a huge drop, and most people have already failed to use the lack of a better word at their New Year's resolutions, and especially when it comes to fitness ones. And that is often because people just go way too hard, way too early. If you are not currently doing any lifting and you decide that you are going to go get strong, take care of yourself. Lovely. Love that idea. You do not need to be in the gym five days a week. If you were doing zero days a week, five days a week is probably too much. Probably would benefit from two. That would be great. And we see the same thing a lot of the time with running where people get really stoked and they decide that they want to run marathon, 50 mile or 100 mile or whatever it may be later in the year. And instead of like easing up, take care of themselves and like focusing on running as a skill and the enjoyment and being outside, they just hammer it like five miles off the bat, trying to kill themselves. And they do that six days a week. And then they wonder by why by the end of their second week, they have like plantar fasciitis or they've hurt their Achilles or, or something because you went from zero to 30 miles in the span of 14 days and it's just a really great way to get hurt and even if you don't get hurt it's a great way to burn out and like not care about that goal anymore and the nice thing is you absolutely don't need to do that 
no matter what your like New Year's resolution may be or may have been, or whether you started that pursuit in late December or you haven't started it yet, I don't care. Um, whenever we're starting this new thing, if we go into it just way too hard, you're much more likely to either burn out and just not see the motivation anymore or get hurt. And either of those things is going to pretty much guarantee that you're not going to achieve your goal. Instead, if we ease in and at the very least try to keep it kind of fun at the beginning, do stuff you enjoy, pursue it for reasons that like actually matter to you, then you will have a much higher chance of success. And this is true in almost all things. If we go way too hard, way too early, then we are just going to burn out and get lose the passion and not pursue it anymore. And this is why when I see people doing things like two-a-day workouts and having to drink a gallon of water a day and take a walk for however long and read a book and whatever, if you know that challenge, then you know. If not, you're welcome to look it up. Um, that is great. If you're already in really good shape and you want to test yourself, if you're not, it is a terrible way to get in shape. It is a great way to get injured and burn out. And if we're going to pursue things like that, we should just take a step back. Like most people fail at their resolutions, be it fitness or otherwise, because they were probably following an unrealistic plan from the get-go. It was something that seemed like a really good idea, and instead of like taking a, a reasonable step upwards and building a strategy that was achievable forever, they <laughs> created a strategy that was barely achievable for a month, and then they burn out. So if we're going to start lifting, aim for, there's like five big movements, right? You can squat, you can hinge um, from your hips, you can push things, you can pull things, and we can do some rotational stuff. Go do a few of those twice a week. It'll take you 20 to 30 minutes. They have a strength program. Find that in the pin post here if you want and comment on it or drop me a line. I'm happy to send it to you for nothing. Um, see the same thing with diet. We decide that we're going to cut out all of the things that we think are bad and then eat nothing but like fruit, vegetables, and whatever for ever. And it's just not going to happen, especially as an athlete. Like sugar is helpful for running. And even if we don't call it sugar, gels or goose or whatever, maltodextrin, have you, that stuff is helpful for you to not only perform well, to not get hurt. So if you're going to cut all of that stuff out, one, it's going to be a big surprise um, and a big change. And then two, you're very likely to perform not very well. Most people don't do very well in a marathon. Well, partially they're undertrained, but also partially they bonk really hard at like mile 20 because they just don't eat nearly enough. So as an athlete, some more realistic nutrition goals might be a good idea. Like a little more protein, a little more plants boosted a bit. And if we're making some running goals, it really depends where you are from starting and where you are in the past. And that's a big thing that we should probably discuss for all of these things. Your athletic history, your personal history will play a pretty big role in what is a reasonable jump for you out of the gate. Like for me, 
I didn't have a very large history of running when I started running a couple years ago. And I went too big out of the gate, but I also was not worried about a stress fracture because of my long history of sports and lifting. I knew my bones were really durable. And if you don't have that, if you're starting from like basically zero, then we should take a much slower build so that you don't get what is a like month, month and a half long forced gap of a stress fracture. Because we can train through and around a lot of things, be it plantar fasciitis or some mild Achilles stuff or some knee pain. Yes, you got to do it right. Do not just keep forging forward. It's probably going to really kick in the teeth. But some basic stuff we can train through as long as we pull back and do it properly. And in fact, you'll get better results if you do that. But if you get a stress fracture, you're out for a while. That is just the end of that. And you just don't run for usually four to eight weeks. So let's not go so fast and so hard and so big so early that we end up with a stress fracture. Instead, let's run frequently and like start with pretty low volume and give yourself enough time to recover and make sure you're eating the things and hydrating well enough to recover. So if you don't run at all, try to run a mile. See how that goes and then do the same thing the next day and then see how that feels. Like that's actually where I am right now because as we're talking about these resolutions that fail, um, 2023 did not go to plan for me. I've mentioned this in the last one, so I'm not going to harp on it too much, but got a puppy. Wonderful. Uh, I got a ton of asthma, much less wonderful. And I did not overcome the asthma thing in time to run some of the races that I had really intended to do and do really any of the training that I had really intended to do. And as a result, I was able to pace an athlete for 20 miles at Javelina, but that was about, that was about it. And that was great. And I'm glad I was at least able to do that, but I certainly have, like, I am in much worse shape than I was about a year ago, and that is because I just haven't really been able to train. And sometimes things are just going to go south or take a sharp left turn for whatever reason, some of them positive, like the fluffy dude in the other room here, and then some of them really negative, like health things. And... If that happens, that sucks, and we can move forward and figure out some stuff. But we should try not to force that into happening just by, like, poor judgment or poor planning or, like, being so excited about the early part of the year that we just push it too big. So start running kind of light. I did my first, like, two-mile run continuously today. I think it was two miles. It's on a treadmill without a screen, but it's two miles-ish. And... No pain. It's the first time I've run without foot pain for 20 minutes, and I don't even remember. So we're making progress, and things are coming back, and it felt really good. And if we just start to make these like slow, consecutive, consistent increases, we will. You'll get where you need to go. I think if you can try to use the motivation that we have at this time of year and put that into like making a good plan and just building a good foundation, then when we get down the line, you will see the progress you're looking for. Like, you do not need to try and achieve, I think I said this on an Instagram reel today, but you don't need to try and achieve your New Year's resolution in the next 10 days, or a week and a half, or a month. 
it's a year thing. Like, let's try to ease into it in a way that's actually sustainable and creates the habits that will allow us to do this forever. So that's about it. Ease in slow. Take care of yourself. When we're trying, I'm going to get into this more later this week. Um, but when we're looking at scheduling a training plan, we have three things that we're really trying to balance. Um, frequency, general overall volume, and intensity. And those three things have to be like a, like a sound equalizer, moving at different amounts. If you're doing a ton of intense, if almost all of your training is intense, then it's going to be lower volume. It can still be decent frequency. If you're doing an insane amount of volume, then the intensity has to drop, but there can still be decent frequency. And that's the thing that we often don't leverage nearly enough. We can do this mile to three miles pretty much every day as long as you've built up to that. Like at this point, I could run one to two miles pretty much every day and keep it. I'm not a huge fan of run streaks because I know that they would like get me into an obsessive place. But otherwise, I think they're probably pretty decent. It keeps you consistent. And as long as we're keeping that volume or um, intensity really low, it can be a way to leverage practicing the skill of running. So if we're thinking about trying to be super consistent and battling this out early, then push up your, um, just push the frequency. Do things most days. Do something most days. Even if it's not a run, do some mobility work. Do some stretching. Make sure that we're eating really well. Let's make sure that we are well caught up. And we're two days into the new year. It doesn't really matter what resolution you said or where you posted it or who you told it is fine to say, hey, I made a plan that actually wasn't going to get me where I needed to go. So instead, I redid that plan, made one that's actually going to take me to my goals, and we're starting that now. It's not a sign of weakness to back off. It is a sign of intelligence to like actually assess yourself and where you need to be. So if you need to restructure a couple days in, please do that. Like, let's hit the goals this year, and if you have any questions, please drop them in the comments or make a post in this group. I'm here to help. That's what the whole thing's about. And if you're listening to this on a podcast, like, drop me a DM or message or head to the Facebook group and post something. I'm That's what I'm here for. I'll be posting something later this week to the email list if you're not on that, um, and then I'll be posting it a couple weeks later for those who are not on there. So thank you all for being here. There's been a big influx of people in the new year. And just thank you all for joining. I can't, can't tell you how much I really appreciate it. Hope you have a really good rest of your night. And I'll be back later this week with another one of these. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Trail and Ultra Running Training Podcast. Honestly, I'm still surprised and honored that anybody wants to hear what I have to say. So thank you. To be clear, not a doctor, nor a registered dietitian, or any other kind of medical professional. I'm a personal trainer, a nutrition coach, and a running coach, and I have a passion for training trail runners. You should always speak with a qualified medical professional before making any changes to your training or nutrition program. If you enjoyed the podcast or found it helpful, please take a second to leave a rating or review. I'd really appreciate it. Or you could just share it with someone for whom you think it might be helpful. I make these kinds of things in order to provide more quality, free resources to people, so the more people who hear it, the better. If you want more of this information, please head to the Trail and Ultra Running Training Group on Facebook, where we discuss all aspects of training, so you can have more fun doing the sport that you love. 
Thank you again for listening.